It's the place to get a place to be, get a place to be. You know it's the podcast, and some energy on your boys are now. It's your brother from another, from another mother. Yeah, you know we really about to go stuntin'. Don't you stop, dog? Yeah, stop your frontin'. Uh, you know, you already heard it. You're listening to the B Fan Podcast with me, Colin, my boy Christian. We're joined by Dan today. How are we all doing? What's up? What's up? Let's go. I'm so excited to start Dude, this. I'm so excited to do this. We've, we've been working so hard on this, man, and I'm just happy to be sitting down doing the fun part because, man, this is a process to set up, and it's all worth it once we're sitting down it really is. and uh, watching the fights. Here we got Dustin Jacoby and Q. Uh, Ion Q. Lab. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. But listen, it's the guy who. Do you remember he came out as like the Hulk? Yo, I saw that on Instagram. Do you remember that? Yeah, he came out as like the Hulk, and he's like a crazy guy. And I watched uh, Jacoby's interview beforehand, and he's expecting him to like come out swinging hard. But I guess yeah. we'll see. Yeah, dude, I saw that on Instagram, and I did not. I don't know much about him, so I was like, Yo, who's this dude coming out in green, bro? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know too much about him either, but uh, I do know that he's that he's crazy when he gets in there. Yeah. But what do you think about uh, no one being in the stands? Gone, look, they're back at the Apex they're living, again. They're living a sad life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. I I mean, come on, it, it was such it was such an experience to get out there and have a, an entire fifteen thousand uh, group of people backing you. I mean, that's such a different different kind of vibe. And I'm sure all these fighters are wishing they had that experience too. But here they are, you know. I thought I thought Dana was gonna like with nothing. I thought Dana said that he wouldn't do another fight unless like there was fans, bro. Like, what's going on? I know. That was a big question, right? Yeah, that was a big question because he wasn't sure if they were gonna do it at the Apex. But the Apex is not able to have fans. Like, it's just it just wasn't built for that. It was built for the Ultimate Fighter originally. Um, but now they're they're using it. You know, it has a small cage. Wow, and he came he came out swinging. I, I think his first name's Ion, if, I, Ion, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I'll call him Ion. Cute Laba, Laba. <laughs> what? <laughs> first Jacoby. Ion uh, Cute what, Laba. Is that what you said? Or what weight is? Yeah, the next the next fight is uh, Cub Swanson versus. Uh, Cheeky Daz. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I butcher these guys' no, names bro, so bad. It's Reyes and Swanson versus like Chicken Dawes and like Fishak and Bog or something. Like I don't know how to say their names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Prokaska. Listen, yeah, sure. I know Prokaska because in our first little test trial on the podcast, we did it for UFC 251, and we had to do a little bit of research on Prokaska. That's and crazy listen, that we're here and for. I think he's an actual savage. So for you and our buddy Dean over there to think that Reyes is going to have an easy walk in the park, it's pretty insane but is, is reyes the underdog in the fight no he, he is the underdog no on, on the book he is wait the underdog. dominic reyes wait, we, is the underdog yeah. you put that parlay in right was, uh, plus 100 yeah, yeah. Dean, that. did you put that parlay in uh, uh yeah let's go yeah. baby let's go he put the parlay in cub swanson 100%. and dominic reyes but what that has no relation to me right because i did not <laughs> no because <laughs> I, because I like Prokaska, and listen, if he beats Dominic Reyes, he's gonna be one of those guys that like is one of those weird UFC contenders, especially in the light heavyweight division where there's not too much going on. And now that Izzy lost, and you know he's not gonna, I don't think he's gonna stay a light heavyweight. What's crazy about <coughs> both me. of these fights is that um, Reyes and Cub Swanson are, I, I would consider them veterans in the UFC. 
so compared to their opponents. Oh yeah, yeah. Cubs, Cubs Swanson is definitely a veteran, but he, but he, uh, you know, he's seen his better days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I love Cub Swanson, but just one of the things stats. about Cub Swanson, yeah, I, yeah, his tats are really <laughs> nice, huh? SoCal is, is is that his tats he has on there? Um, but he actually was played a part in why I love jujitsu so much because really? uh, when he got submitted by Brian Ortega, oh, you lost uh, it, that know? opened my eyes to this world of jujitsu when when he just pulls that guillotine and pulls guard and uh, readjusts in the middle in the middle and just finishes Cub Swanson standing up. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I did did not know what I saw. You were just fucking screaming by yourself. Yeah, there's an awesome video of it too. I'm by myself. <laughs> I, I was sending it to, uh, to some friends and yeah, I was just going nuts by myself in my room. I don't even remember when that was probably like 2018. That's, that's pure joy right there. Yeah, man. It was awesome. And, and that one I was like, okay, if you could do this in the octagon, uh, y- you're pretty lethal. And Brian Ortega is a pretty lethal guy. And here comes Ion giving him heavy elbows up against the cage. Oh, mm. oh, he is giving him a beating. This guy, this guy Jacoby seemed like he was giving him a little, you know, too much leeway in the in his press conference. But uh, how how you feeling? You down from the high yet? From two sixty one. You know, after talking to some people, I still believe. That it's one of the best cards of all time. I don't want to. Yeah, I've heard it from many people. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to say that it was the best card of all time because again, I haven't been around. I haven't seen them live. I also didn't attend them all live. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean. So we kind of have a unique perspective because we attended this live. So I would have to imagine. Well, what if I went to this live? Would I appreciate it as much? And I think part of why I appreciate it so much. And why everybody in the building did is because of how important it was to get out there and 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 just live a little bit. You know, you could wear a mask if you wanted to. Uh, if you didn't want to, you didn't have to. And no one thought anybody was weird for wearing a mask, nor if you didn't wear a mask. It was pretty normal. It seems like what America is all about. You do what you will at your own risk. And, and I, I really appreciated that. I think Dana wanted to make that a point. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna hear hate from like from everybody because like no one's in a not everyone's gonna agree with it. But like you said, like it's if you you're the forward or you're not, and if you're for it, then come. If you're not, then don't come. It's fine. No one's gonna hate you for it. Exactly. If you feel like you're you're a high risk uh, person of to get COVID, then by all means stay home. You don't you don't have to buy a ticket. But for the for those that feel that they're willing um, to do that, I feel like they should they should be able to but when i've posted the video on reddit we've gotten a little bit of uh a little bit of uh pushback on it from from only <laughs> one individual who said we were quote unquote dumb fucks because we <laughs> decided to party it up which i if you watch the video i don't think we were doing much partying i mean drinking some howler head and watching some fights does sound like a party to me, but not to most people. So um, I didn't really understand what, what he was saying, but but he kind of went off. But we, we shut that down. We shut that down immediately. It's just 15,000 dumb fucks, you know, your average Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I said, I was like, I was like for, for those people that, that just want to 
sit inside all day and wait for this perfect vaccine that's going to come out. I don't – oh, that was a crazy knee. Um, <laughs> sorry. But for the people that just want to stay inside, man, I, I mean, it's starting to get nice out around here in Boston, man. It's starting like, you know, get outside, uh, have like see some sun. I feel like that's a way better way uh, for your health uh, and, and to just get back to, to living normal life. And I really – Really have to think, Dana. For the people that didn't go, no one is really that concerned. If, like, if they didn't go, if they were that concerned about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, exactly. If, mm-hmm. if I was that worried about it, I wouldn't have gone. And I'm really jealous of you guys because you guys went, and I was planning on going this, this entire time. But like anyone who really had a problem with it would have made a bigger deal than it is. Well, the the thing, thing is, the thing is with with that is there was actually a an article that came out um, prior to the event that said fifteen thousand fans are willing to risk their lives to watch one yeah. stupid little event, and it was like, like Dana no. White got super pissed. Oh, that was a heavy right hand. Oh my word. Oh my word. This is a crazy fight. It's not fifteen thousand fans risking their lives because everyone that went feels comfortable with like their position during like yeah during what COVID. if they were vaccinated you yeah were they're vaccinated right? or they just maybe they've had it already like if anyone was at a health so risk and went reasons. there i doubt it i don't think anyone was at a health risk and went there yeah and if you were that i mean you put yourself to that own you did risk, your your life risk. There. No. <laughs> yeah I, I mean but that's but that's part of like if you, if you have an event like as, as a private business in america you should be able to allow to open your doors um to those that don't feel that they're much at risk um but yeah and i think i think dana showed that it could really really work because um everybody enjoyed it no one felt weird i mean we we were able to meet some some awesome ufc uh personalities which was so awesome at that event and they were so happy to talk to us and it was actually really funny because when when Dan Mergliata uh, came over to talk to us, uh, it seemed, as soon as he got up, he like put his mask up, and then as he started walking over to us, he like put it back down because he realized yeah. it's like it's not normal to talk to people with a piece of fabric over your face. Let's be honest with ourselves; that's not something that we're used to. It's not. I mean, at this point, we're used to it, and we gotta, you know, make make, you know, do with what we got. But um, in that arena, you didn't have to wear the mask, so he, so he took it down. No. He's like, you know what? Yeah, let's have a good one-on-one interaction and i really appreciated that from dan and and even keith peterson was was kind enough to take a picture with us and 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 mark you know so all, all those personalities were super nice uh what, what did you think about that whole scenario dude and the, yeah because i don't even like i never even know them like i don't know them as much as you do so just to see them all like getting happy like it was crazy dude mark had the biggest smile on his face it was so cool he's like hey guys yeah, and he was, like, so happy to see us. And when he came over, he was like, man, I fucking appreciate this so much, man. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, he appreciated it just as much as we did because to them, they haven't seen fans either. And they, and I don't know if this is true, but this is just an assumption. They they probably want to feel like they're still relevant to the MMA community at large. And and that mm-hmm. is almost like a a pat on the back that they, that they're still respected out here. Um, yeah. and that maybe some people still remember him from the movie, here comes the boom, you know, <laughs> that's where, where he, I know uh, him from, man. I don't know. him. I don't know him as this legendary coach, bro. That's what I knew him from. Well, yeah, he, I mean, shit, he helped Kevin James 
like beat that right. guy in the UFC. Come on now. That was a great movie. You can do that. You can help any of us, you know? Come on. We saw that in the movie theater. Do you remember that? I remember. I yeah. do. I don't well, remember many movies, but I remember that one. Yeah. Who would have thought like 10 years later we'd go and, and meet this guy at a UFC event? Uh, to this day, I still haven't seen this movie, but he, it seems great. It, like, it's a so fantastic movie. I know some people might not like it or whatever, but it was literally a movie that kind of put MMA in – into a mainstream category and it wasn't just that movie but there was a lot of mma movies that came out during that time that really uh solidified it kind of like never backed down earlier while, while we yes, were sir. you know trying to set up for this podcast i i had a never back down plan because you know it pumped me up pumps me up man every time i watch it jake tyler man he he is a beast coach roca or that's his name roca john roca baby yeah Fought in the Valley Toro, you know, he was, he was a, he was a nasty, nasty well, in the movie, I guess. Right. But the movie's fantastic. And it put me on to MMA. It put me on as a, as a child. That's crazy. Yeah. We were Dude. doing MMA back in the day. We didn't even know it, bro. I know. And I, what was crazy. We talked about that the other day. And as I was watching never back down, I saw them grappling and I was thinking, is that what put it in our brains to start doing jujitsu? Like, because we didn't even know we were doing jujitsu. We were just trying to choke each other out till we were blue. Yeah. <laughs> we just squeeze each other as hard as we could. No matter Literally what body part. Literally squeeze our heads as hard as we could until the other Tap. one tapped. Tap. Yeah. And like, we would do like two on ones, like one on twos. It was so far. Two V twos. Like, yeah, bro. We would, and then uh, we would David tap Justin, him bro. in like we were uh, WWE stars. It, it was <laughs> it was awesome, man. That just, was... just combining all the fighting programs. What was the first guy, first gym you guys went to? Uh, the first gym I went to was uh, the UFC gym in Boston, um, which was a really great gym to start off at because for me, I wasn't really sure what kind of um, martial art I really wanted to start with. So what was great about the UFC gym is they had classes in all different facets of, of martial arts. So they had Muay Thai, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, Nogi Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, um, all of the above, uh, boxing, um, all, all of the good stuff that, that you want to have a good fundamental base at. And I felt like uh, it was really cool to learn the fundamentals from, from other fighters. Because most of the coaches there were just other fighters that were trying to make an extra paycheck while they were, you know, um, trying to make it to the top, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, I met some really cool guys like Tyler King. I, I really hope one day that we can get him on the podcast because um, he was one of my first jiu-jitsu coach. And he was a brown belt at the time. He's a black belt now. And uh, he was on the Ultimate Fighter. He was a, he was a, he was a great coach. He, he was a great guy for me to uh, – to really learn learn the sport at first, and, and I had a really great time at the UFC gym. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't afford it at some point. You know, sometimes it, it gets a little bit expensive, especially when you're on that college grind. But uh, I feel like Muay Thai is a great place to start. Mu Muay Thai is a great place to start. Um, a lot of fun. I I think fundamentally everybody should learn jujitsu, uh, and I know that could be super biased, but I only think that because. Um, it really could save your life. And it, and what's great about that is, um, you don't have to actually hurt the other person. So some, someone comes and attacks you, you, you can be calm, cool and collected. Cause you know, no one's going to get hurt because you know 
how to defend yourself and also how to control the other person so they don't hurt themselves or you don't hurt them as well. And that's why I actually really like the art of jujitsu. And I wish, I, I mean, I would love for Colin to get in on it. I think he'd be a little jujitsu master, bro. Colin, I, we used to do it as <laughs> kids, man. I think he'd really like I know. it. I know. Yo, in high school, everyone was like, yo, you should just like, like, not everyone, but the wrestling team's like, yo, you should wrestle. I'm like, nah, I ain't with it. Yeah, I always got that from the wrestling team too, and and it's actually uh, I I wish I did, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I found jujitsu though because um, wrestling I don't know, cool. I don't yeah with wrestling re- wrestling is cool because you find the dominant p- position, but what I would do against the wrestlers, I would just pull full guard, and then I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a decent position. So the way I used to look at it was like. I just didn't want to, cause you know me, I'm not like a, I'm not a big violence guy, but now that I like am more of a bigger fan of a sport, I realize it, it's, it was never violence. It's really just, it's mm-hmm. just sport. It's art form really. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe there's a road in jujitsu that I'll yeah, take and, one day. <laughs> I would say jujitsu out of all of them is the most nonviolent martial for art. Sure. Uh, it's, it's called for the sure. gentle art for a reason, you know? But yeah, dude, I, I I've really enjoyed uh the time that I that I had at the UFC gym, and then uh I went over, I stayed uh, a summer in Cape Cod and did some valet parking there and and trained over with Giuliano, who was the CES heavyweight champion, uh at the time, and um yeah, man, he he was super awesome too, um and that that gym really was the first gym that I you know really took the time out day in and day out jujitsu all summer. And uh, that really put it in me to uh, to keep to keep it up, man. And that's I'm just gonna keep doing it. You know, it's just a, it's just a fun hobby right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the road and, to the black belt. Yeah, dude. It's a it's a fun road. It's all about the journey, right? It's kind of <laughs> like kind of like our the theme of our whole podcast, right? It's all about the journey, man. And we're just gonna try to make it a make it a fun one, right? That's so funny. Today at work, I said that quote to somebody, and I don't remember the context, but it was mm. definitely not anything to do with this yeah. podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was well, nothing it, to it do kind with this, of is because like, like the the theme of our our video it kind of starts and stops at in, on that highway exactly. in Jacksonville. So it wasn't really about the destination. We showed you the destination from the start. It's really about uh, the journey, and. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome, man. That that entire trip was, I mean, dude. If you took amazing. the if you took the UFC fight out of that journey in Jacksonville, it's still a top five like weekend, like in my oh, life. Oh, hundred percent. And met so many awesome people and just learned so much about the culture. It was it was it was insane. It really was. Duval, stand up. Duval. Duval, Duval baby. Yeah, Colin, could you just because you had a good conversation with that guy? Could you explain what Duval means? This is my definition of Duval according to Jacksonville gas station employees. Um, <laughs> we're amazing, by the way. No, we're great people. We're they were great people. The only thing I got out of that was, yeah, you know, we hang them and bang them out here in Jacksonville, but we don't hang them anymore. We we stopped doing that a while ago. Duval, you know. <laughs> and I'm, we're like, yeah. <laughs> And every yeah, and Duval. some customers in the store just start going, yeah, Duval, Duval. <laughs> I've been hearing that nonsense for 18 years. Yeah. So Wait, I couldn't really tell you what it means. Duval is a surname. Literally translated. Well, Duval is like the county, he said as well, but it, it has yeah. more meaning, I guess. There, there's one more definition, but it says 
literally translated from French to English as of the valley. It derives of the valley. From the Norm Norman Duval, which has both uh, with which has both English and French ties. I don't think this is what he meant. I don't I don't think this is what he meant. I don't think this is what I don't think this is what he meant. Hang him, bang him. Bang him. <laughs> Because he was saying some dark stuff. I don't, I don't remember exactly what, but he also said that it's like it's obviously for the football team, uh, for the Jaguars, and that uh, sometimes since their team's not very good, that they use it against them at times, and sometimes it could be used as a uh, a name to make fun of them. It it would suck to get made fun of by your own name, you know. <laughs> I felt bad when we saw him the second time because we didn't we didn't look it up. So I feel like I thought he was going to ask us and be like, yo, did you guys look that up? And we're going to be like, yeah, bro, hang him and bang him all day, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. We'd be on it. <laughs> we should have got some Duval light that was in that store. You could only get it so many places, you know, call him. Right? I don't want to know what that thing tasted like. Probably like a cheap Bud Light. Probably not a good Bud Light. But <laughs> who knows? Maybe the water is different in Jacksonville. But at the same time, yeah, I different also, in Different as uh, in like... <laughs> dangerous yeah i was gonna say i remember telling you uh i was reminding you to uh not drink the water <laughs> in the motel Bro, room i don't know if you noticed but like in like two days in i was like hold on i'm gonna use a water bottle to brush my teeth i started using a water bottle really i started pouring I the water didn't. that's yeah I was like, I'm not trying to get a parasite or nothing bro i don't i don't know what's Dude, gonna you're happen, not gonna so. get a parasite in bro that's what ha- that's how that happens yeah i know but but no colin you're not in the DR, you're not in the Dominican Republic. Bro, you know a friend I mean? from a girl on that trip got a parasite from there. It was crazy. Jaguar Dude, tell me about that trip. What did what did you do on that trip exactly? Because I know we've talked about it before, but like, what like what did it what did it mean to you? Because I know I know we plan on doing it again, or you plan on doing it again. I definitely want to come with you. No, for sure. Yeah, I I'm just sitting in my is my first year seminar class and. My teacher's talking about this awesome trip to the Dominican Republic to help build houses in a poor village. And it was a pretty cheap price. So I was like, I guess I'll sign up. I, don't, I didn't really know, know much about it because like, I wasn't part of that club that was doing it. And I ended up getting in. And so I joined that club and we went on this trip to the Dominican, Dominican Republic to build these houses. And it was so eye-opening because we spent 90% of our time in the village with them. And you realize that like, we have so much more compared to them. They, their houses were just like wood pallets and like sheet metal, whatever you call it. Just like awful houses. We had to tear those down. And even the houses we built them would, we would feel like we're living the worst life of our lives. Like if we were living in the houses right. we built for them, but they were really good for what they had. And it was just insane. Then the locals, the best part was that the locals also helped. It wasn't, it wasn't just like we were doing it for them. They, we were all doing it together. And they really loved us. And it was, I made some like awesome relationships there with people that I don't even know how to communicate to because they speak Spanish. <laughs> right. And w- what was the game you were playing that I still can never understand, but. The clap game? <laughs> I don't remember. It was something that you and Ava would do, you and your sister. From from the trip? Snaps. Oh, oh, snaps. Or, or you're also talking about the, uh, oh man, what was that game? We were like we were trying to make you guess the state we were thinking of. I know, or something. And, and yeah, you guys, you guys got me very frustrated. Time and time <laughs> Honestly? again. Honestly, oh wait, do I know the trick? 
I mean, are you going to put the trick out here on the pocket? I mean, if you want to, I would love to. This would be a great. uh, Yes. Yes, I would love to. All right. Let's give you the trick for the state game. State game. Wow. Wow. I know. Sit down. You're already sitting, but, you know, maybe take a sip, you know, get yourself ready. Let me me get a beer. A blue moon, by the way. Honey, honey days. Very different. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Blue moon. I hope we get you as a sponsor one day. Please and thank you. Uh, Howlerhead. We're weighing on the shirts. Appreciate all you guys out there at Howlerhead. Dana, we got you at all times. Sorry. I got you, Dana. <laughs> yeah, I got you, Dana. I got you, Dana, at all times. <laughs> Thank you, Howlerhead. So, the state game. Mm-hmm. You say the state is Connecticut. Hometown. Okay. My little sister goes um, Arkansas, Kentucky, California, Florida, New Jersey, Connecticut. And then I would know it's Connecticut because you always say the word that you're trying to guess after a state that has two words. That's the trick, buddy. (laughs) That's so stupid, man. (laughs) Man, you guys, you guys really frustrated me over something that small. So you're saying that before every state, so you would go, you so say you went New York, New Jersey. You just said two two letter two okay, words. What if, okay, so, <laughs> so if it was New York and then Arkansas, that would mean. So if I went New York, Arkansas, uh, Nebraska, Idaho. The state was was. Uh, wait, what'd you say? Arkansas. It was Arkansas. Well, wait, no, it was that Nebraska. That makes it less fun now that I know. I wish you'd never told me. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can trick you with some other things. Yeah, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. But now, mad people know how to play snaps, though. I, you know how to play snaps, right? No. You you tried to teach me. I, I don't understand all this these This is the game of snaps. Games. This is what it is. This is what it isn't. Something like that. And yeah, no, just... I, I remember it. I, <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> I definitely just don't know how to play, that's for sure. All right, well, I ain't giving that one up. That, you yeah, don't that. give that get, one up. Get definitely cultured. Give that one up. Go to summer camp, why don't you? <laughs> Go to a Go summer to camp and you'll... You know how to play yeah. every game under the freaking sun. Yeah, right? Dude, I wish we took some of those scooters around Jacksonville and, and like, kind of beep, 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 beep around. Because, dude, real. people were going crazy. One of these dudes tried to cut me off with one of them things, trying to be all big Yo, body yeah, we on were, me. We were just simply asking how to get some, and this bro with, like, two minutes. We're walking for two minutes at this point, and this guy just comes whipping around and pulls right in front of us and, like, skirts, yo, and we're like, yeah, for, for right. more context, this is, I guess, a, a, a business in Jacksonville where you could just pick up a, like, electric scooter and just, like, ride around for, like, however long you want. As soon as you're done, you just leave it there and you're done. It's, like, actually a really cool thing. But everybody was riding them around when we were when we left the UFC fights, and it was, like, Kind of crazy. I wish we got some footage of people doing that. We so should have. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we did, though, right? No, definitely not, because we were battery was dying, bro. We were just trying to get home. Oh, yeah, that's right. The battery was dying. We, we, we got as much as we, we could. But what's crazy is think about how the footage, how much footage we got after uh, the fights. We could have had that during the fights. But, you know. You yeah, I know. We, I mean, I'm really happy with how the video came out. You did a great job. Yeah. You I did a great job really editing. Good. Appreciate that. Hey, you, yeah, you, gave, sure. you gave me the ideas. 
And just, as we say that, here comes Cub Swanson. Listen, I'm a huge, huge fan oh. of Cub Swanson. I just am not sure if he still has it. And the guy, I watched a little bit of tape on him earlier today that he's fighting. It's like Chicky Daz or something like something like that. And um, man, he's a really, really good kickboxer. He fought in Glory. Uh, he had some pretty stellar knockouts. Has a mean spinning back kick. Um, and I'm not sh- I'm not sure about his age either. Uh, I again I don't know too much about these fights, um, but I do really like Cub Swanson, and he does have the SoCal tattoo. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, Cub Swanson just got. Uh, he didn't get necessarily knocked out. I believe it was a TKO. Um, again, like I said about uh, Cheeky Daz. Again, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> But he hit him with a body shot. He hit him with a body shot clean in the first round, and it dropped dropped Cub. And he finished it with uh, some ground and pound, and that was it. So, uh, I mean, again, I love Cub Swanson. But I think – I don't want to say this is his last fight because I'm not really sure. But I think this could be could be his last fight. And here comes Prokaska coming out now. And I'm telling you guys, I don't I don't want to – your parlay is already done, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I'll, I'll Venmo you that ten later. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, he, he'll. Cub Swanson is thirty-seven years of age. Yeah, Cub Swanson's thirty-seven. I think I think he's. Uh, I think he's almost done. In celebration of, I guess we we could say the the main event. We always celebrate every main event with uh, Howlerhead. That's for sure. We're gonna open this. Can you bad pour me some? Up. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I'll pour. I'll pour. All I got is a twisted tea, bro. I know. I'm pissed. It's not You're good. You're not liking the twisted tea. It's not tea good. I'm sorry. This is the first time you've tried twisted tea. It's my first twisted tea, and I'm not impressed. Live reaction, twisted tea. Here we are, Colin. What do you What do you think about it, it right off the bat? <laughs> iced tea, iced tea flavor, great, but mixed with the five percent alcohol. That's yeah. <laughs> I just not with it. You know. Yeah, you drink too many, Colin. That's how you get hung over. You get hung over with those uh, twisted teas too, because they're so sugary. So sugary, man. This is a clean bottle. Let me t- look at this bottle. This is a clean, clean bottle. You know what I mean? You see that, Colin? Yeah, I can't wait to have that on a freaking shirt on my chest. Yeah, right. I can't wait to get this shirt. I can't <laughs> wait to get Just, this shirt. We're waiting on it, Hollerhead, man. We're waiting. I feel like on nobody it. knows who that is. Cause I didn't. I didn't know what Hollerhead was until you told me. Really? Oh yeah, I'm just trying yeah, to promote Dana White's whiskey, man. I'm, you know, I, I appreciate what Dana White's doing. So. I feel like UFC fans don't know what it is. Yeah, they might not. So or no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, non UFC fans. Oh, for sure. E- even some UFC fans might not know. Um, but Dana White's been promoting his new how- uh, Howlerhead whiskey. It's banana whiskey. It's not too strong. I had it at the oh. fights, and it was really good. Colin, you also had one at the fights, huh? What did you think of it? Dude, it's first first whiskey I ever had. Really, yes, really. People. Oh, I was yes, really people. Loud. I'm new to drinking. I'm new to drinking. First whiskey I ever had. It was great. Great. That's I don't want any other kind. <laughs> I will never try. I will never try proper twelve. Whoa, whoa! Completely <laughs> different whiskeys, Colin. Completely different whiskeys. Don't don't sell the proper twelve short. I mean, I'm a big proper twelve guy. But here's the thing. I feel like the vibe of proper twelve when I drink it kind of goes along with Connor, no matter what I do. So if Connor's an angry drunk, <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm drinking, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm drinking some proper twelve. I feel like I, I turn into an angry, angry drunk. But if Connor's winning, man, I turn into a a champion when I'm drinking that. So here we go. We're popping the doing the Irish jig. Ooh, yeah, popping the old Hallerhead. 
Get a nice. Oh yeah, look at that. Just enough. Come on, Hollerhead. You tell me you don't want us to do this on Just every enough. episode. Come on now. Come on, Hollerhead. I know, know what you guys said, but listen. <laughs> we know, we know what you're about, but come on. Yeah, listen. The guys, guys will go crazy for some free T-shirts. Let me we'll do you. almost anything under the sun. Blue Moon, listen, listen. We'll put you on Blue Moon. We'll, we'll, we'll put the Blue Moon right here, right here. If you send us a T-shirt, Blue Moon, if you're listening. And here we are, Dean. Dean, you want, you, you want to try it? You wanna, you wanna have? One? Yeah, yeah. Take some, take some for sure. Yeah, t- try some of that. Yeah, Dean, we're, we're we're having a good time over here on the Brother from Another Mother podcast, man. I am so, so so happy we started this, and I just doubled down on Dominic Reyes. Oh, and Dean just doubled down on Dominic Reyes as he's walking out. Here he comes with one Mexican flag on one shoulder and an American flag on the other. I love that. And you should put you, me in on that. Boys, everybody in this room has seen Dominic Reyes fight in person. We saw him fight Chris Weidman. Now, we'll get into Chris Weidman in a little second, in, in a little bit. But he knocked him out in the first round in Boston. We all we all witnessed that, right? And, I mean, that was his first. Yes, sir. Chris Weidman's first fight at light heavyweight. So, can't really blame him. But, <clears throat> um. Let's see. Let, let's see what Dominic Reyes has. But Pro Casca is legit. If you saw what happened to Vulcan, I, I haven't seen that done to Vulcan. Okay, and a, a DC had to get him on the ground and crucifix him. And I'm not saying he had to, but you know, you know what I'm saying. All right, Dean, you ready? I'm trying to get a cheers going. Yep, let's get it going. You got a glass right there. You got some ice. I wish I was in on that double down. They're putting the old. I, I also put. Uh, you, I mean, Colin. Man. Down on over it's too late. He's already rounds. walking out. He also doubled down on over one and a half rounds. Do it. Oh man, I'll dude. I, I honestly, I join almost any bet. If someone's like, "Yo, can you put this in for me?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm Collins, Collins like my... <laughs> almost down to double down with you, dude. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I'll double down on any of it. But I would advise not. I'll be the the person that that stops that from happening because I don't think he needs. That. Paige Van Zant plus five hundred. I'm all there. Yeah, that was the worst bet I've ever seen in my life. I could, I could have. Oh, I, I think she got. I think she got. I think it was oh, over in like 30 seconds. I no, think no, it was no. Over you're in 30 seconds. Dean, when when Colin put his money on Paige Van Zant against Amanda Rebus, yes, it was the worst bet I've ever seen in my life. No. <laughs> the, the risk for reward was just too. No. Good. Whatever. Fine. Cheers. Cheers, Colin. What do you got? What do you got, man? I got a twi- I don't even know if I can show this, but I'm gonna, I got a twisted T. I don't. Oh well, I don't like it. From hey, come on, Colin. Come on, Colin. Right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, twisted T. I don't want you to sponsor us. I don't. Oh, I really no, don't. No. Oh, no. We don't want to burn any bridges here, twisted T. We love you. Twisted T. I'll take anything from you. Anything. Anything. To be fair, it's been in my fridge. It's been in my fridge for two months. Yeah, so it's probably not the best, twisted T. Don't don't get too worried. Cheers though. Cheers though, fellas. To a great podcast, episode one. To many more. To many more. Thank you, Hollerhead. We're waiting yes, for those shirts. Dude, the banana isn't even too strong. Just sipping it sipping it like this, you know? Wish it was stronger, actually. <laughs> what? The the banana. The twisted? Or the banana. You wish it was stronger? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like it being, being you know, a little bit faint. Because when I, it was I in really the Coca-Cola, too. Huh? I have to try that Hollerhead. You have to, dude. It's actually... It's really yeah, good. As soon as this drink is done, it's really good. And made in America, if I didn't say it before. Made in America. So, Kentucky USA. bourbon. USA. USA. Uh, and, and let's go. To, I mean, I, I, here's the paradox I always get in with these fights, right? 
I really like Dominic Reyes, but I think Prokaska can knock him out. So I get in this weird dilemma where do I go for Dominic Reyes or do I go for Prokaska? And I guess I'll go for the American tonight because now thank you. Now we have bets going, but Prokaska's legit, man. I think this is gonna be a great fight, actually. I think this is we actually our, be a great. We learned fight. our lesson about going against Americans. What do you mean? What do you mean? We we, we went for Masvidal. We we went for Masvidal and we bet on him and he was an American. We learned our lesson going against Americans. Think about it. Against Paige Van Zandt? No. What? What are you talking about? On two sixty one, think of the American. We were we didn't we didn't we didn't put our money on him. We just didn't want him to win. Usman. Nope, it wasn't a main card fight. About? Wasn't a main card fight. Couldn't All tell right. you the names. What? Bro, the American. Come, UFC, you're telling me UFC 261. Okay. We were we were we told our whole our whole section one section 118. Shout out, awesome people. We told oh, our whole we section. Oh, we did tell them not yet. We said right. go for the well, Canadian because, guy. Yeah, because we we okay. So we walked in to a UFC fighter on the plane uh, on the way there to UFC 261, and we didn't want to be weird or nothing. We just wanted to get a good look at his face so that we knew when. Uh, when we got to the fights the next day that, that we would know who it was. And, uh, yeah, the guy was an American who was fighting against a Canadian, and we thought, oh, yeah, since we saw him come, he hasn't even been in Jacksonville for 24 hours yet, so he's not really acclimated maybe. Like, <laughs> I guess that was our thinking. Ooh, yeah, we got, we got no sleep. Awesome so. body kicks. Yeah. Awesome yeah, body I'm kicks. But, yeah, we didn't get any sleep, so maybe he didn't either. over one and a half will, will hit. Dude, this is getting this is they're throwing shots, Dean, right now. I, I I don't know I don't know they're throwing shots right now. No, but they're feeling each other out. For sure. They're not feeling each other out right now. They're, they're I mean Dominic Grant has thrown some heavy shots so far. I mean a lot of the times there's a feeling out process, but I I wouldn't say that's the case for this fight because uh, as soon as the fight started, Dominic Grant opened up with that that uh, rear uh, leg kick to the body, and Prokaska answered with a. Left hand of his own. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Prokaska is like such a wild thrower. What did he hit? Uh, he didn't really hit much. He tried to get this wild uppercut. Ooh, he's trying to piece him as he gets through. If Dominic Reyes keeps trying to press this guy down, he's going to get knocked out. He's going to get knocked out. He has to. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he, just, he just hit him really hard, Dominic Reyes. Oh, oh, oh. That was a huge right hand by Prokaska, and, and he answers again with his left hand of his own. Oh, I don't want you to lose my more money. Word. Oh, my word. They are trading right now. They are trading shots. Colin, are you watching this fight? Nah, the laptop's off. What, Colin? This it died. No, it died, bro. It died. It died. I'm so sorry. That was a great takedown by Dominic Reyes. Uh, okay, they're, they're takedown. Get it on your phone. Get it on your phone. Bro, hold on. I got to just switch plug. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. Dean, I really don't want you to lose another bet. Yeah, I don't want to lose another bet either. But that was a great takedown by Dominic. Just hey, a... I, I love this. I love this right now. Dominic's winning the fight right now. And it's, it's, they're not trading. At least not right now. Oh. oh damn. I'll take that back. And, the, and they're still trading. The, oh. 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 That was a crazy leg kick oh, to the dome. This is a brawl right now. Colin, please tell me you're getting this on. This is this is insane. Oh, they oh my oh they're trading. I'm I'm really sad I'm missing it. 
This is a brawl. And look at the Hollerhead oh, logo Ray, right on the canvas. Tom Ray Coxon. Dude, this, this guy's got a chin on him. No, he really does. Prokaska is not stopping. And now and now he's starting to walk down Reyes, but there goes he another body shot. Reyes. That was crazy. But Dalry can take a Dude, I told you, Prokaska is legit game. He's like a weirdo, bro. He's like a, he's a weirdo with his shots. Oh, oh. I mean, they're trading, bro. I, oh, my goodness. And Dominic Reyes already has a takedown. I mean, in terms of scoring, I don't know, man. This is a true light heavyweight matchup. I haven't seen one in a while, but man, this is this is this is a great one. But yeah, we saw Dominic Reyes fight uh, Chris Weidman, and how how awful was that to see Chris Weidman? Oh, I wish I, I wish that was the last time I saw Chris Weidman live, man. I know, dude. That was <sighs> because of what just happened. I know, and at the end of the round, Prokaska ends with a few good more shots. Wow. What an emotional experience for you guys, though, because. So Dominic Reyes is, 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 is bloodied up right now. But, yeah, man, dude, Chris Chris Weidman, as we're between rounds, um, Chris Chris Weidman, uh, prayers out to him. And, and I literally stood up in the crowd and prayed out to the Lord for Chris Weidman. Uh, and I've never actually done something like that before, uh, to be honest with you. But I felt like it was necessary because he needed, he needed some – sort of strength to help him through that night and, and it was really hard to get past it once he was wheeled out of there on the stretcher you know it was really hard for me but yeah here we go with the start of the second oh oh i mean they're trading there's no way this can go for five rounds yo christian i gotta ask you what's up i don't know what what that thing is and the should be over your right shoulder i've never seen that that cross oh i painted that I actually painted that myself. You painted that? Yeah, I did. Um, wow, that's sick. One night we uh, all got together, me, uh, you know, Al across the hall. Um, and, yeah, we just, like, listened to music and we just painted all night. And I I painted that. That's sick. I can see the shadow, too. It looks, it looks like, really good, actually. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. Just like your, uh, your Ray Lewis in freshman year. Yeah, th I thought that was okay. Your your Russell Wilson was you know subpar. <laughs> I think we can both agree. <laughs> the ground was not like low yeah, enough it, to it describe was, how it bad was. It was rock bottom. I think that's yeah. You need to like you need to dig a hole to the journey to the center of the earth with that pain. Yeah, it, it, it was not good at all. But that's what I guess uh, high school <laughs> uh, art is for. So you know that you're not a good like you know painter. But man, could you edit a video? Let me tell you that. Oh, oh, he's oh. wobbled. Prokaska's wobbled. Oh, take him down, take him down. No. Oh. Oh, he's pulled. Oh, he pulled guillotine. Oh my goodness. He's trying so hard. Oh, he's gotta. He's gotta give up. Please, he. Please, he. He's gonna down. waste too much energy. Yep. Dude. Oh my word. Dominic Reyes just got knocked Sorry, out Dean. cold, bro. I told you, bro. Oh, the spinning. Back. Oh my God. I can't even say it right. The spinning elbow. Wait, Dominic Reyes Dominic got knocked Reyes out? Dominic Reyes just got knocked out with the spinning elbow by Prokaska. Literally got put on his forehead. Oh my word, Dominic Reyes. What an awful parlay. What an awful what parlay, an awful guys. Parlay. I literally told you from the start. <laughs> I literally said it from the start. I said, Cub Swanson's going to lose and. Fucking Dominic Reyes could get knocked out at any time by Prokaska, and that's literally that's worse than my Paige Van Zant bet. Come yeah, on I'm now. sorry, guys. I I always like your guys' UFC picks, but tonight tonight that was weird. That was weird. 
I don't even think Brokaska thinks he deserves. Not not. I don't, he just feels weird right now. You could tell. I mean, he's happy, but he feels a little weird because that fight was kind of weird. It was really back and forth. I thought Dominic Reyes was winning it up until literally that that elbow. That was insane. That dude's got, that dude's got some dope hair. That dude's got some sick hair. I need some hair like that. Yeah, he does have some really cool hair. Wow, he almost felt he almost felt right on the Hollerhead logo. <laughs> right. He almost did. Hollerhead. I want to. I want 50 cents every time we say Hollerhead. <laughs> yeah, right. We'd have like nine dollars. We're just right joking, Hollerhead. We love you. We love you, Dana. We just want a t-shirt. <laughs> we just want a t-shirt. That's it. Yeah, praise God to Quiz Weinman. That was that was one of the worst injuries I've ever seen in my life. Never mind in person. Um, and you you kind of saw the worst part. I saw his leg get snapped around the other side of his ankle, but you oh, saw him you- step down on it, right? When he stepped on his, what was supposed to be a foot and an ankle, oh my god, yeah, that, it like folded like a sock, bro. Just imagine landing on. I don't even want to talk about it like that. I don't want to even. I can't even think about it today. Today at work, I dropped something on my shin and it started hurting like crazy. I was like, oh my god, I can't imagine Chris <laughs> Weidman's pain right now. I'm not even joking. I thought about it for ten minutes and I was that like, sucks, oh my god, man. like, oh, uh, that's the worst. And what's like, crazy? I had a lot of pain right there, and like he must have. Oh my god! Yeah, the, it, once when he stepped down on that leg and it, you know, did what it did. His Just, his bone went through his calf, and through his through his skin. It was not good at all, man. It was. Oh I mean, man, I couldn't imagine being the two the two unlu- the two unluckiest people in that building that night were Chris Weidman number one and Uriah Hall. Yeah. Just. Oh, you're so imagine, right. Imagine being what being what caused that. I know, I know that, uh, what's his name? The guy that fought, that broke his leg Jimmy too. Crew. He, he didn't break his leg. He it fought. was, it was just like a problem yeah. with the tendon. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like he's. I mean, that's unlucky too. But Uriah Hall's mentality on that must have been insane. Yeah, and he's and he's had his mentality messed up before. If you ever watched uh, the Ultimate Fighter, he he knocked this guy out with a crazy spinning back kick, and um, he was really really hurt by that because of how. How that guy, uh, how that guy was after he took that took that kick and he got taken off on a stretcher, kind of kind of similar to how Weidman was, and except this was much worse. This is much worse, just because of he could yeah. see it right there. And for, like I said, five to seven seconds, it was just Chris Weidman, Uriah Hall, and a and a broken leg in that octagon. And man, you could hear you could hear the snap from our seats. You can, I mean, you heard the shrieks. It was just. Oh, you know, I'm gonna light this cigar, Colin, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, light that because I want you to talk about something real quick that we haven't talked about yet. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me light. <laughs> what your, let me light this thing real quick. All right, light that thing up. So, we just had the NFL draft. You know, you're always you're always supporting that team that's just got a top five pick. You know, who knows why? You know, maybe they're just. Just an awful organization, but I need to know what you think about your new Q. Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I haven't. I know you got a lot of love and passion for the Jets, so let me hear it. Let's hear the the scoop on Zach Wilson replacing Sammy D, who was supposed to be the savior. Well, it's gonna take me a little while to light this. <laughs> so, so why don't <laughs> why don't you tell me about how you felt about how the Giants have gone about the draft so far? Um, because they've, they've, they've had some, 
interesting uh, things happen to them in the draft as well. So uh, I'm kind of interested to, to hear what you have to say about that. All I got to say is I'm, I'm not trying to swear that much, but fuck the Eagles and fuck the Cowboys, bro. That I was mean, the most yeah. co-, co That was the most co- yeah, yeah, Dean, fuck you too. That was the most colluded trade I've ever seen in my goddamn life. What, Colin, are, what are you, a Giants fan? Yeah, I'm a Giants fan, goddammit. Oh my god. Oh, I, I'm a dumbass, bro. Forgot, but yeah, no, uh, I, think, I think that was a great move on our part. I mean, Alabama connection. That was a great move to, to scoop up. Um, you got to admit. Hey, but you guys didn't make the worst out of it. Like, that was a good trade, like, you... With Justin Fields, like... No, yeah, I was really happy with the trade that we made out of it because we still got a really good receiver out of it, mm-hmm. but nothing like Devontae Smith, dude. I, oh, I, I, I think the only thing happened. you guys need to be worried about now is that connection, honestly, offensively. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm that scared of Jalen Hurts, man. He screwed us out of the playoffs because he couldn't play well enough to stay in the goddamn game against the Redskins. You so you know, what, you know who I'm more scared of? I'm more scared of Ryan Fitzmagic on the Redskins, bro. That dude will have the greatest six, seven games of his He's life. He's scary, huh? He's a ball. scary guy to come across. He is. That dude's a freaking caveman on Roy's, bro. We, we got a Heisman connection from Alabama. I, I, I see you there. The only time I ever root for the Eagles is when they're playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Never again will I root for the Eagles. Yeah. Hey, bud. That's fine. Because the Patriots will not make it with Mac I'll Jones. I'll always root for the Giants. He'll <laughs> never root for the Giants. You're a better man than I am. <laughs> but, dude, Ryan, Fitzma- Ryan Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick, that dude's a scary man. Remember remember at the the game, Christian? I forget which game it was. He just dives in. His helmet falls off for the touchdown. Oh, the, the was it the was it the Giants? It might have been the Giants. It might have been the Giants-Jets game, but I don't really want to talk about the details. But <laughs> You were really hurt by the, that game. I was calling. pissed, I mean, bro. I was pissed. I'm I'm. Destined to go to every single Jets Giants football game from here on out to the day we die. Hundred percent. We've been to for real oh, every single one. We've been to two, right? Yeah, because we're only yeah two. Yeah, because they're four years apart, uh, and they happen every four years. So definitely plan on going to every single one, and and the Jets have won every single time so far. That's I know great. that's why I'm salty as fuck. And the way that you guys won, it was a really great game. I wish I like wasn't a fan so I can just enjoy it, but I did enjoy it, but. When the Giants lose, I'm just like, "Come on, we're, this is we're supposed to be the team in New York." I know, but the Jets are really the team in New York. I no, know it's kind of no, low key. The Bills are really the, the Jets are the really Bills the team, are the in, team in, New in New York. You, Sam Darnold freak. I guess if you want to consider Buffalo New York, but no one even in New York considers Buffalo New York. Isn't aren't they? It's kind of just off dude, the grid. We don't even play in New York. They're more in New York than we are. We play in New Jersey. New Jersey is pretty much New York, you know. Buffalo's I mean? literally, Buffalo's <laughs> literally in New York. Yeah, you're right. We're the only ones playing outside of it, dude. What can you do? How, how dare you guys? Buffalo is upstate New York. Buffalo's all up in there in New York, bro. I'm totally agreeing with you. But they're they're the team in New York. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But maybe the Jets will be. They definitely are, but 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 listen, the Jets, the Jets, with their pick in Zach Wilson, and what? Who did the Patriots pick? Mac Jones. So the Patriots are going to have the Mac Jones, Cam Newton, QB face-off. And obviously, Cam Newton's going to win that job oh. at first. He's going to start He's going to start the season, right? And once Cam Newton starts getting hurt or not hurt, maybe hurt, or what if or if he starts doing bad, 
First person you're going to look to is Mac Jones, obviously, that everyone's going to want to put him in, kind of like the way Stidham was. But everybody lost faith in Stidham because everybody knew that Stidham is kind of a bunhole in terms of a quarterback. Mm. That dude's fast, though. I went to the I went to the Giants Patriots preseason game where he he made a he made an appearance. That dude ran. I think he ran for like a seventy yard touchdown on us. He that dude's fast. Really, but yeah, he he went nuts. I think we still won though at a last second touchdown, which is kind of nuts. Maybe Mac Jones goes off. I don't know, man. Uh, but I really hope not. I think Zach Wilson's really, really the the way to go. When Sam, Don- I need to know your opinion on Zach, because when Sam Donald got picked, you were you were on your high horse, bro. You thought the Jets were on their way to the Super Bowl, yo. Oh, I definitely did. But here's the thing: Zach Wilson could be. I I don't think he could be much worse than what Sam was, and and in terms of success rate, because like, I mean, we didn't win very many games with with. Uh, with Sam, and that's why we kind of had to had to move on. I stopped watching the Jets, to be honest with you, towards the end of the season because it just gets so it just gets so bad after a little while because they don't even seem to care. The only person that cares on the field is Sam Darnold, and it's sad to watch because when the coaches don't even care, and when you know it it just keeps going on and on, loss after loss, it's just hard to watch. And you know, there's good football out there, and I want to watch some good football sometimes. I think he's gonna do real good in Carolina. I think Christian McCaffrey. I think Sam Darnold will do will flourish in in Carolina. To be honest with you, I, really I hope do. I hope he does. But do you hope he does? Because then it kind of proves. Like I mean, you already know the Jets are a bad organization. Hundred percent. But yeah, so once Sam Darn Sam Darnold uh, really like hits his peak in in Carolina, it's just gonna be like. Man, the Jets just can't get it right. Yeah, but like, what do you mean by a bad organization? Like, I it's more like it's more about bad ownership rather than a bad organization. Because now they they brought in Robert Salah, who I'm actually really excited for. He seems like he got he has the team in the going in the right direction. And who brought that guy in? You got you got Joe Douglas, and Joe Douglas, as we know, was part of uh, the Super Bowl t- team that beat the Patriots. Uh, in uh, I don't remember what year, probably like 2018, 2019. But yeah, dude, the when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that was because of partly because of Joe Douglas and the fact that he has Super Bowl experience. I think he's bringing us in the right direction. Everything he does puts us closer and closer to 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 more wins, and that's all I'm looking for: more wins for this season so that we can get more traction as as a destination for free agents to come because that's the only way we're going to get anywhere close to to a Super Bowl team because what starts to have in common for more Super Bowl teams most Super Bowl teams towards like the first last or however many months towards the end of the season they they'll they'll go to the Super Bowl contenders right and then they'll try to win them a Super Bowl so uh, they has they have to be some sort of destination for those guys, but but it's nothing like that right now. We're not even in close to the playoffs. We're very close. No, I mean, I, and not not totally, we're very far. I mean, yeah, I totally agree with you on the the ownership. That's what I'm saying. Like the ownership is the organization. They haven't done good hiring coaches. They haven't done good hiring any other staff. And those coaches just have made bad decisions, especially crackhead Gaze over there. You know, correct? Yeah, bad decisions. <laughs> but that's why he's out of the building. And that's why, like, as much as I love Sam Darnold, he still brings around some of that, some of that Adam Gaze weird vibes. So we had to get him out. It's a new start now. It's a whole new start to the team. Sam Darnold's done. 
Uh, it's a whole new start, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And I'm excited for Zach Wilson. It's a new, fresh look on the Jets, and I'm not expecting much, and I never expect much. I mean, I'm being biased here probably, but I really do think that Joe Judge really did some good stuff this year with the Giants. I think that they put him in the right direction, and I feel like the same thing could happen to the Jets, just a new start and a coach who's really down to business. Yeah, dude, for sure, especially – he has a a lot of good people that that ride that ride with Robert Salah, uh, um, the coach from the 49ers. Cause, cause I mean he's such a solid guy, and I love I love the phrase, uh, "all gas, no brakes." I mean that's a great way to go. Literally, he said that at the press conference, and he put that in the team said, "If you're coming to the Jets, you're all gas, no brakes." And I love that because I want every guy on the team to to have that vibe. Cause when I would watch the game and I see guys quit. Wearing the Jets uniform, I I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna quit. I, I'm not gonna watch your games. I don't care. If you don't care, I don't care. Isn't the phrase "all gas, no brakes" kind of ironic? Why? Like, Why is it? The, <laughs> all gas, no no brakes refers to is in reference to motor ve- motor vehicles, you know. And if you yeah, went all yes. gas and no no brakes in a car, you would be dead. <laughs> That's an awful awful thing to say. No, it means you're never stopping. You're going 100 miles an hour at all times. I love <laughs> that's, that. That's what I'm saying. But all gas, no brakes refers to a car. <laughs> so you're going 100 miles per hour and never stopping. Uh, It could refer to a plane as well. You put press the gas on a plane, right? Yeah, well, if, okay, if you go all gas and no brakes all the time in a plane, eventually that plane's going down. That's all I'm saying. That analogy only works for things that don't relate to cars. Listen. I like the analogy because it's going to make my guys fly around. Okay. Basically, my theory is because of that dumb analogy, the Jets will have a four-win season at most. All right. I appreciate the faith, Colin. I really do. (laughs) Hey, I'm trying to be the team in New York again. Come on now. No, the Giants are trash. Trash. No, if Daniel Jones has a shit year, he's gone. Yeah, Yeah, you think so? Yeah, dude, it's it's his it's his last year on the contract. Yeah, but Eli was kind of trash bag for so long. Man. Yeah, they gave Eli no. all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but no. Oh my God, no! Eli oh, Manning was such a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna. Eli Manning was Eli trash Manning. at the end of his career, but he already had proven himself. Daniel Jones hasn't proven anything. Yeah. So, what do you think? What would they do with him, though? What What is his value to to another team? Nothing. He would. He's. A, he'll be a free agent after this year. He'll just sign somewhere else. We'll just have to. We'll have to get someone. Someone new. If we got him the weapons he needed, okay. We got him Kenny Galladay. We drafted uh-huh. that receiver. Forget his name. We got John Ross, who has the fastest forty time. John Ross. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. He's got the fastest forty time though. Like he's a weapon. Come on. That's cool. Yeah. That's cute. And. And then, yes, shut up. You got what do you got? Quincy Anunwa? Like, shut up. No, we don't have Quincy Anunwa anymore. That's that's old news, bro. Oh yeah, that was your best receiver. I forgot. Now he's gone. What what's the new news? Who who's the top guy? Who's the top receiver over there? I don't even know. For the Jets right now, who's the top receiver? Yeah. I'll be frank. I have no clue. Who are the receivers? I can't think of one Jets receiver right now. I'm fucking this this Howlerhead brother. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's another 50 cents. 50 cents. Rack them up. Hallerhead. Hallerhead. Let's get it. Hallerhead count. <laughs> Hallerhead count. Put it on. I can't wait to like 
we have so much like stuff coming up like for the channel just like so much different kinds of content we really do bro i can't so wait so much different kinds of content i don't want to spoil anything i don't want to spoil anything and not like that's a big spoiler yet but i just i can't wait to get I know, out. dude. I'm so excited to get everything started. And this little setup I have right here, I mean, I'm not going to move from here for much longer. Because, <laughs> like... Yeah, what, what's that chair? What's that chair? This is Dane's chair, actually, my roommate. Uh, Yeah. We're, we're, we're coming from you live from Curry College here um, in Milton, Massachusetts. If you're wondering uh, where we're at right now in the world. Um, I'm going to pour myself another little... It is a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. It's, an, it's a very nice campus. I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to be here. I don't go there, but I've been there a few times. Yeah, they've given me plenty of opportunities, and I can't complain about Curry whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I've mean, I been meaning to ask you, have you worked since we've been back from Jacksonville? No, I have not. I was going to say, this dude's got too much time, too much time on his hands lately. Me? yeah yeah because i've been i've been grinding this stuff yeah i was at marshall's and i was like yo wait is he not working because i've been working mad lately <laughs> no yeah uh this the red sox are actually on a on a uh away this week so yeah so i'm not working a lot but i'm actually working tomorrow at an at a graduation uh for some for, for yeah for the Red Sox? No, it's a it's a graduation for uh, uh for a college uh near in the area. No, yeah, but you're is it with the Red Sox? Yeah, they're doing it at Fenway. They're doing it at Fenway. Whoa! So it's basically sick. like a whole stage that they're gonna need. It's basically like a concert type uh event because there's gonna be that that amount of people there. Ooh, just spilled that on me. We're gonna do, you're gonna you're gonna pat down the graduates. Be like, yep, you're good, you're good, you're good. Kind of, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love my job working for the Red Sox. And I can't complain whatsoever. I have no, no bad things to say. I, it, it's such an amazing job and I, I, I really can't complain when I'm watching, you know, the game from the bullpen. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that is a, you've, you've had some pretty interesting jobs. I wish I didn't just pick where my grandfather works just to get an easy job real quick. Right. When I was 16. Hey, you you done your shit over there at, at Marshalls though, like the people over there at Marshalls love you. They do, but like, I like I love them too. But I, I do love them. I like being there. I didn't want to get fired when I almost got fired that one time. Yeah, hopefully we we don't have to work you know those jobs anymore. We we could try to do this full, you know, full yeah. time because because this so, is this is an awesome please gig, support. man. Please support, man. We're we're really so I don't have to, to work at Marshalls anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind working for the Red Sox, and I'll probably still do that anyway. But, uh, yeah, I re I'm so excited to, to actually get this started for the first episode. And, man, whatever whatever we get from this whole thing, man, uh, I, I think that the fact that we have it all set up, it's the first one. Uh, you know, we appreciate everybody that, that, that is listening right now. Um, I was able to actually go <laughs> – Listen, I went on Omegle last night literally just to get some more subscribers to our to our YouTube page because I really feel like um, our vision is something that should be seen by, by more than just us. You know what I mean? It, it, I think it will benefit uh, some people. Um, and I think our, our first video is actually really dope, and it could help some people that, you know, are stuck inside and maybe afraid to go outside. You know, because cause that happens. And, and even the guy that we talked about earlier that was freaking out the fact that we just, you know, went to this event with no mask. Like, 
they literally started freaking out about it. You know, isn't that isn't that crazy, Colin? That is crazy that he wasted that much words on on a video that we posted. Like, come on. It's it's okay. You didn't go and that's fine. No one's hating on you. Just don't no hate on us. No one's hating on you. Yeah, don't hate on us. Don't call us dumb fucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, the energy in that building was too good and you can't mess it, it up. So Yeah, I, I I felt like it was it was meant to be. You know what I mean? The fact that, that It was that, that whole weekend. We were saying it all on the whole weekend was too perfect. It was too perfect, man. The way it all worked everything out. went too good. Yeah, and, and whatever we Except get from this, hotel. I think I think it'll be, I think it'll be really good. Uh, all the people from Omegle, if you're watching, man, that listen, the way I think of it is is, it's like a line of people, and like some of those people are like really weird, and I don't want their attention, <laughs> but the <laughs> ones that are actually really cool and like want like are just bored and are trying to find new people to talk to and find new things to watch. I think it's actually a really good place to, to define people that are looking for new things. So I think it's actually a great avenue for us because we get a real interaction with, with our followers and with our subscribers um, right off the bat. So every, like half of our subscribers right now come from Omegle and I know that I've had a really good interaction with half of our subscribers so far. And I'm going to keep grinding it to make sure that that I can at least know these people face-to-face -face at the very least. Like I, pre I feel like I pretty much know all of our subscribers right now, which is really cool. It's going to be hard to do mm -hmm. down the line. But as of right now, if to get a nice, solid base, I think it would be really good to... Uh, to just go talk to people and show and show what, what this I guess podcast and channel is all about because we're gonna be doing lots of different content, man. We're gonna be doing, you know, we're gonna be on Twitch really soon. Um, we're we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, all all, all the all the podcast platforms, uh, Podomatic. You you know them better, Colin. What are what are all the Spotify? Podbean, platforms? Podbean, Stitcher, Speaker, Anchor. Everything you might can be, listen to a podcast on. I mean, we're 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 gonna have so much content out there, and I'm and I'm and I'm just so excited to do it. And and basically, what the theme of it all is 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 it's just it's just about be being genuine, and it's about it's about it's it's all love here. Like we're we're not trying to to hate on nobody. We're not trying to you know we're just trying to include include as many people as possible and um just just spread as much love as possible because i feel like the world needs that there's a lot of people out there that, that spread so much hate and there's a lot of hate in the world and i feel like there's a lot of people that 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 are stuck inside and need and need some uh some so maybe push to to get back out there and start and start living their lives again i think we could be maybe that push at least for some people. And if it's just for one or two people, if it, if this if this gets them to go do something that they they didn't wouldn't have done before, then I guess it's all worth it, right, buddy? Yeah, and Jacksonville really helped like I know we had that message going a little bit, but Jacksonville really helped push that that narrative of like what we're trying to do with this this channel and all this. Like I never some of those situations we would never find ourselves in otherwise and the people that we met there under the circumstances, like they were, they were great people. Oh, amazing. We went in, we, like, we went, we went into that hotel thinking that this is an awful place, but really it was like, if we went back, it's, I would stay at the, at that hotel again. I really, right. Would. That's what's crazy. I would stay there again for sure. I would love to stay there and go to that gas station every day and get me a sandwich. Like, and, and, and go <laughs> to, yeah, and see those people there at the gas station. Cause they were so awesome. And like, 
And I think um, they would recognize us. I really do. I think they would too. And I think we made some some actual friends out there in Jacksonville. I mean, everybody was so kind and and so uh, happy to see us, man. So if you, so if you have the opportunity to go down to Jacksonville, man, uh, definitely uh, definitely give it a hit shot. Up, hit up the, the daily, the, the daily, daily dash. dash, the daily dash. Hit that place up, man. Those are great people. Yeah, it's right over the bridge, uh, right right down the street from the Magnuson Hotel, baby. Yeah, that's where Order we Order yourself a, a Duval from there. The yeah, Duval's yeah, right you had the, the Duval, sauce. right, Colin? Yeah, I, got, I had to get some of that culture, you know? <laughs> I miss, I do miss that place, I'm not going to lie. Like, I miss going home to that to that room. Like, I, like yeah, and, for real. I wish, like, like you know, we really got uh, embedded, you know, you know, like the UFC clips embedded. Uh, we got embedded into that into that hotel room, and... and you know, we we grinded there too. We also made that entire video from that motel room, man, and that was like yeah, with no Wi-Fi, barely any Wi-Fi. Like it it, it was, it was tough, man. But we but we made it work. Shout out Southern Grounds. Yeah, shout out Southern Grounds. That was an awesome. That was an awesome place out there in Jacksonville. Uh, but what what's so funny is like, the Florida Cracker Kitchen was super interesting. Oh it was funny. Is like I, I kind of said it on the on the vlog, uh, but I'll say it again now. Either way, if we if we were welcomed, it would be pretty racist. If if we weren't welcomed, it would be especially racist. But the thing is, is, is the entire place was filled with a ton of white people, and it's called the Florida Cracker yep. Kitchen, and they're trying to recreate or rehash the name Cracker as if it's not an an actual. Uh, slur against white people because because you're actually trying to put that hatred towards another white person about saying that you're evil you would that you would you know crack someone with a whip but instead on their website colin we we both read it it said they were like oh the crackers actually mean like the cracking of the whip of the ranchers that made you know florida what it was today as if they you know they were hitting the cattle you know what i mean it was so messed up man it was really weird and and we have it all on the vlog if you want to go see it but i mean it was just it was just a it was really weird to see what did, what did you think when we pulled up on florida cracker kitchen i i honestly couldn't believe it and i also heard from a couple of our friends that and i i felt the same way it kind of looked like a like it looked mad weird it kind of looked like an auto shop and that first scene in the vlog it did like, it looked so weird right like it did not look like a restaurant it didn't but yeah there was no colored people just all white and like, whatever that's fine but in this sense it's not because it's like a but i mean we were in like an area we were in a thing. very uh multicultural area yeah so it's not it's actually when i come to think about it like those might have been the only white people i saw in that, that, in that exactly area. those were the only white people i really saw in that area and and they were all at the Florida Cracker Kitchen. It was really odd, and they were kind of embodying the word cracker, which is kind of kind of funny. If you really think yeah, they're trying to like take it back or something. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't really understand. So we decided we did, we decided to go to Southern Grounds instead, which was a really uh, amazing breakfast place. We went there actually again. Oh my gosh! Um, to, later so on in the trip, and it was actually a really good time. Um, <clears> and they they have a train really going right back in the restaurant. It was actually really awesome. Like right next to it. Yeah, man, and I mean, dude, the the entire the entire trip was really awesome. You know, one of the nights we were editing, like I said, we were you know grinding on the edits on Monday for that vlog, and um, we decided to go get some to go get some food, 
and we were like, oh, you know, should we bring the camera? Should we not? I mean, we don't really need that much more footage. We have a whole video here. You know, we don't really need that much footage. But, you know, let's bring the camera anyway. And we ended up bring, bringing the camera. And we came across this uh, wonderful, wonderful <coughs> guy. We never got his name, but he was a homeless man who, who said he was a, a sergeant in the Army or in the, in the Marines. 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 Yeah, he was a Marine. Uh, apparently, and 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 I mean, he he was such a kind soul, and and we and, and you know he apparently got stabbed in the leg, and that's why he had this super bad limp. And you know, we were able to get him some food, and we were able to 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 give him some good spirits because, you know, he ended up singing us a song, man, and he said sing, sung us a couple songs, Colin. What do you think? Like, I mean, those mm-hmm. songs were actually really good. Yo, he hit he hit one of them high notes. That's all I'm saying. I don't remember the song. I did know that I recognized it at the time. I do not remember it, and he hit that high note, and I was like, "Okay, okay, I see you." Yeah, man, he like I definitely knew how to sing, like that's for sure. And like to see him so happy with with the meal that he got, like it it, it was just, it, I mean, kudos to you, Colin. I didn't pay for it; you paid for it. So like, kudos to you, man, for doing that. Yeah, and I paid for yours too. Yeah, so. and you paid for you know my meal too, which is funny. We we really <laughs> did go to Jacksonville with close to nothing. I mean, I went to Jacksonville with close to nothing. You know what I mean? Um, I yeah, I just threw it on the credit card, bro. I'll pay it later. Yeah, man. I know. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do to make uh to make the event you know worthwhile. It was worth the amount we paid though, every dollar. So if you guys decide to go to a UFC event, I mean, it's worth every dollar. Uh, and depending on how much, uh, it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Conor McGregor fights are close to seven hundred dollars. I would never, never pay that much money to go to a conor mcgregor fight nowadays especially the conor mcgregor three seven hundred dollars i don't think he's that big no. of a draw but they're kind of trying to sell him as a draw as, but after he just lost and, Corey, and i just it, don't know well it worked because it's a sold out event so it worked you know it's sold out faster than ufc 261 mm-hmm. you know people love conor mm-hmm. mcgregor man people love conor mcgregor i love when he wins it's so it's and so i also when love losing because and, I, and, I, and yeah. I've had really, you know, I've, I've always been back and forth on Conor McGregor because he's actually affected us personally. Yeah, you know? he screwed us, screwed he us, screwed big us time. over. I mean, so we had gotten tickets to, I don't remember exactly what number UFC it was, but it was, uh, but it was uh, Khabib versus Ally Quinta. Now, if any of you remember about that entire card, um, that was basically the craziest UFC fight week of all time I'm pretty sure because the the leading up to that fight was just you couldn't write it you couldn't write what happened I mean you had you had Tony Ferguson tearing his uh ACL MCL and meniscus all in the same in the same knee uh tripping on a wire uh so we actually paid to go to to Khabib versus Tony Ferguson but of course he got injured and then he was supposed to fight Tony, or no, no, no. He was supposed to fight Max Holloway. Max Holloway. He, yep, he was supposed to fight Max Holloway, but Max Holloway wasn't fit to fight. So they ended up fighting Ally Quinta. But here's the thing with Connor: is Connor decided to come up and throw the dolly into the bus that that Rose was sitting in, Colin, our oh, girl Rose. The love of my life. Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley's called his girlfriend. Sorry, sorry for that, but. I mean, Rose is <laughs> Rose is amazing, and the and the, and she was really she was really hung up over, she was like scared mm-hmm. about that. I remember we were sitting in the crowd that night for for Rose versus Nama, uh, Rose Nama Yunus versus 
versus Joanna, too. And and I thought she looked really scared out there. I remember One, you said she that. Was emotionally traumatized by by whatever Connor was doing, and also she had to fight Joanna Janjacek. I mean, like it it was the boogie just, woman is coming for you, Rose. Yeah, I mean she's legit, man. I mean she had to step in front of her that night, so she had to deal with so much. And what did Rose do, Colin? What did Rose do? She went five full rounds with Joanna. And and I don't want to say dominated her, but I don't want to say dominated either. Fight. But she definitely didn't get like Joanna didn't take the belt from the champ. That's all I'm saying. That's for you want, sure. That's you want the belt, sure. you got to take and it, and you didn't even do that. So get out of here, Rose number one, baby. But yeah, Rose's Rose's kick against Whaley Zhang. That would be how amazing was that kick? I mean, to see it to see it firsthand, Colin. Can you imagine? Can can. I couldn't imagine even seeing myself do that. So, like, tell me what that was like to see it in person. Because I know how it was like for me. But how was it like for you? I, it was, like, picture perfect. Because, like, it, there was only one spot on the octagon it could be for us to see it, like, so clear without any, like, bar in the way. And it was right there. And it was and right there, perfect I, for us to see it. I didn't see even, I didn't even see her, like, follow up with her follow-up punches, bro. She knocked her down off the kick, and I lost it. I knew it was over. Oh my god! Yeah, man, we were going crazy in that crowd. I'm still committed to getting Rose tatted on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, I'm gonna be there when you do, brother. Okay, if you ever do, Gary, get, get a Rose tat on your ass. I'll be there. Okay. Maybe not Rose's face, but like a literal Rose. I think that'd be tough. I think it would be tough too. And I mean, I I. We'll talk about this at another time. But I did say one fire one time, Colin. I did see that bare ass. And let me tell you, that ass is definitely worthy of a canvas. Because, like, That's what I'm saying, a bro. rose would no look hair. good on it. You have a nice yeah. white bare ass, and it would look great with a nice red rose. Oh, my God. It looked beautiful. Oh, it looks so I could, good. I could probably put that on uh, uh, OnlyFans. You know, people wouldn't even know it's a dude's ass. Oh, no one would. No one would, dude. It would be so funny. Get get your get your money however you need to, Colin. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right. That's what do I'm saying. Do if whatever this ain't you got to do. This ain't going to do it for us for a little bit, so I'm going to have to. I know. We're going to have to grind this for a little <laughs> bit. You might have to get on the OnlyFans. You might. Hey, but, hey. Every view we get from here takes Colin off of OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? From here on out, every view we get takes Colin off of OnlyFans. Thanks. Please, please. I can't Thank keep showing Lord. my ass to these people. Can't keep showing his ass to everybody. I mean, come on now. But man, <laughs> what what a great first first episode, man. And I, and I, you know, I'm so glad to do this. We're gonna do so much more, so much more content. We're gonna do some some Twitch stuff. We're gonna do some some podcast stuff. We're gonna do some vlog stuff. I know Colin's going to, to you're going to Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, <laughs> right? No spoil, no spoilers. Oh, I'm I'm not trying to spoil. I'm just saying. I mean, we got a project. Colin, we got a project Colin's in the works. Places. We got Colin, a project in the works. We have a, little bit. a project in the works. So please, if you're if you if you watch it for this long, we got you <laughs> with with it all, with it all. Literally, the Twitch, the the Instagram, Twitter, blog, TikTok. Uh, Blow TikTok. that TikTok up. Come on. Blow Come that on, TikTok please. up. I mean, yo, we're your boys. I appreciate you guys. I mean, oh, psh. I mean, 
at this point, I'm off the holler head. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we got pretty were... late. We, we watched the UFC fights. I mean, we had a really great night. I'm sorry, Cub Swanson. I, I, I wish you did well. And I said that from the beginning. I wish you did well, but I, I, I didn't have much confidence, and, and I think that was justified. And the same goes for Prokaska. I really do believe in you, and I think you should believe in him a little bit more. Oh, and, and no on the Sam Adams. But the Blue no, Moon, I, yes. Yes, oh, Blue Moon. I could, Blue Moon's – I could drink that like water, baby. Like, come on, give me yeah, that all day. Blue Moon can always go – oh, and you can't forget the orange with the Blue Moon. You can never forget the orange with the Blue Moon. See, you can't, but I think you can. I would take a orangeless boot Blue Moon over a Sam Adams and ice Twisted Tea any day. Wow, that's a hot take. No, it's not. Take, but, but, but the best out of the ball, Hollerhead, baby. The Hollerhead and Coke is actually a good one. I drank I drank it just straight tonight, and I think it was actually a really good time. Wow, did you really? Yeah, I drank it straight, just just with the banana whiskey with a little bit of ice, and I had the Connecticut cigar. Had to go back to our home roots because we're from Connecticut, and we grew up right next to those tobacco fields, so I had to have the tobacco Connecticut tobacco cigar uh, with the Hollerhead tonight, and uh, you know what? I had a really great time. I had a really great time, Colin. Um, I I'm glad you did. So, so did I. This is this has been great, and we should be doing this every week. So, stay tuned. Keep listening. We appreciate all you people who's listening this far. Yeah, and if you guys are from if you guys are from Omegle, please throw it in the chat because or in the in the comments because man, you you guys are so dope on Omegle. We're gonna put some of that content out there. So. uh That'll be coming up real soon. We're going to do some Omegle content. And that, let me tell you, you guys are awesome on Omegle. So so keep it up in the comments. I know who you guys are. Pink hair guy, I definitely remember you. Definitely pink remember guy. you, big pink hair guy. I was and, listening, uh, bro. And, I wasn't on I wasn't on screen. I was listening. Yeah, yeah. We were. We had Colin on FaceTime, so he was there. We're going to do some more of that uh, kind of stuff for you guys. And, uh, yeah, man, we have, we have so much on the way. Uh, we're so excited. This is just the first episode of many. And uh, I, I hope you enjoyed it. And, and we're going to continue going from here. Uh, brother from another brother podcast uh, coming at you from Boston, from Connecticut. Yes, sir. Um, yes. And, I, you know, and I'm, we're, we're blessed to be sitting here and doing this. This is, this is amazing. And I thank you for guys, if you guys are still watching till this time. Thank you so much. We appreciate all y'all. Appreciate you guys. If you guys watch this time, throw it in the comments. Say, give us a, give us a to the moon in the comments. If you watch <laughs> this long, we'll know you guys are the real ones. I appreciate to you. Doge moon. to the moon. GME to the moon. B fam to the moon. B fam. <laughs> B fam to the moon. B family. Show out in the comments. I appreciate you guys so much. This has been such a great time. Have a good rest of your night, guys. Have a good rest of your week because we're starting what? We're going to drop this on a Monday. I hope you guys have a great week. hope this is a good start to your week, man. This this is awesome. Uh, more stuff to come in the future, man. I hope I hope you guys enjoyed. Peace out, guys. Peace out. From another mother, yeah, you know we really about to go stuntin'. Don't you stop, dog? Yeah, stop the front end. You know that we.